All right, that's good. I, and I'm signing up for my photo shoot. Okay. You need to come out here and do nineteen to talk photo shoot. You know, me and I was, we ready. We ready for oh, our yeah, photo we shoot. Ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> we ready. You can shoot uh, my before so. and after pictures. Before now and then my after when I get, you know, uh down to my fighting weight again. <laughs> All right. Listen, I, I post I, I posted on Facebook, and I know they don't want to hear it from me, but I'm trying to get super sexy. You understand me? Uh, yeah. And I lost a lot of weight. Listen to me now. I lost a lot of weight. My daughter say, "Mama, I can see you." I say, "Listen, listen. I got a right to be fine too. I ain't got to go out there and be half naked like half of these." Let's move on. Let's move on. Amen. Uh, Let's move on. That's a whole another conversation right there. We'll just oh. call them Daisy Dukes today. <laughs> I know what you were going to call them. <laughs> Girl. Oh, my God. Oh, they my God. With, every, with everything hanging out. With everything. I told I told the kids the other day, and uh, since we got a man on the line, I'm going to ask him a question in a minute. Uh, I, t- I told the kids the other day, I said, uh, Anytime you got something on, you can see the toilet ring. Oh, it's called the black, the black of the. Anytime you got that on, you 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 trip. You really trip. That's oh too my much. God. You done went too she far. Said you, can and, and, you can see the you can see the toilet ring. What you mean? <laughs> Owners know what I'm talking about when they're short. Thought. Let's move on. When yeah, they so short, yeah, yeah. when they so short, you might as well say they came out the house in their underwear. All I'm saying. Basically, yeah. Basically. It's kind of like, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, uh, uh, Train Ray. Okay. Um, do you think it's a difference between a bikini and a bra and panties? Do you think it's different? Hmm. Think about technically, it. You know, technically, because, technically, no. Technically, no, because they're pretty much the same, except they call one an underwear and one a bikini. Exactly. Just the material. Just the material. Just the material. And the material might be a little different, but other than that, it's the same thing to me. That's all I'm saying. I was having this discussion with somebody, and they said, no, a swimsuit is a swimsuit. And I, but I said, what's the difference? It's covering the same thing because right. one of them is sold as a swimsuit. <laughs> I say, I say it's it is just the material. It's, it's strictly <laughs> now, the material. It's and I'm going to tell you, they they were trying to here in Mississippi at one point they were trying to make the police regulate these guys that wear you know the sagging pants and all that other stuff right uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the guy that they were talking to one of the councilmen he said well he said we really can't really can't really enforce that for the fact that if a woman go on a beach in her panties and bra and you're not gonna see anything to her if she wear a bikini. And a bikini top, yeah. you're not going to say anything to it because everything's covered. He said, so really, right. t- truly, you can't say anything because they're covered. Oh. And, wow. and he, made a good, he made a good point. 
wow. He made it to a point, but it's just the fact that I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I'm all for Everyone, being sexy. I'm all for being yeah. sexy. I'm all for that looking like uh, looking like a woman. I, I, that's what I call it. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 classy, not trashy. Exactly. The, the, the sexy, the sexy means that I have to show skin. If I'm not showing X amount of skin, does that not make me sexy? Oh, oh, and, and another one. If, if I'm, if my clothes aren't so tight. You can mm. see my heartbeat or my pulse. I'm I'm just saying. Uh, am I not sexy? Cause I promise you, I will put a moo on, honey. Some bangles and some earrings and face be made. Listen, and be just as sexy as I want to be. But you know, men no, say it's what you can't say. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Some of them do. Some of them do. Okay, since we well, got to around here. Way, okay. Uh, who would you take home to your mother? Who would you take home to your mother? Who would you feel more apt to take home to your mother? Someone that, you know, uh, had a T-shirt on and you it looked like that's all she had on because her shorts were so short, you couldn't see them unless she bent over. Or a crop top, you know, big chested, barely, barely inside the top, with a mini mm. skirt on. I mean, you know, who would you, who would you more be as a man? Who would you more so take home to your mom? I know for me, who I would, who I would rather present to my mom, being a woman and a man. Yeah, I, know, I don't sorry. want his pants sagging or. You know, Listen. 50, 11 tattoos. Uh, you know, I mean. Well, I, I, with me, go ahead, Trainer Ray. You want to say something? Go ahead. With me personally, it don't matter. Because my thing is, my mom's always always said to me, it don't matter. I'm the one that got to be with her. For yeah. <laughs> and for oh two, God. so she's not, she not, she not going to be like, boy, don't bring that girl up in here with her. Have this ain't got nothing on. Yeah. She's not gonna say all that. She's gonna be like, "Hey, baby, how you doing? Come on, get you something to eat." So she oh. not. She always told me she gonna love whoever I bring home. So and and she always said she always didn't say I ain't gotta be with her. You gotta be with her. So hey, no. uh, well, well, I'm the like that thing is don't bring no bring no half dressed girl up in this house around. You know, you know some yeah. some have. They'll have husbands or whatever, and you would have to respect that. You would have to respect the way she sees that. Now, if there's not a man there, yeah, it'd be more apt to say, you know, okay, well, like you say, you got to live with them, you know. And and, and I really, honestly, um, I remember when I was younger, I'm just talking about myself. I went over, I went to my mama and daddy house. After I had moved out, I thought I was grown, right? And I was a skinny mini, you know, I was, you know, fine, fine, like, you know, fine as cat hair, whatever. So <laughs> I came over there in a spandex skirt. Do you hear what I'm mm. saying? My daddy was outside working on the car. I 
walk up, I'm telling you, nothing left to the imagination. I'm I'm closed now. And my daddy rolled from under that car, looked up. He said, well, you should have just came outside naked. I was done. I was so embarrassed. Lord. I, hadn't, I hadn't even thought about how tight that skirt was and respecting my mom's house. You know what I'm saying? My mom is a woman yeah. of God. My dad, just period. He's he's my dad. He shouldn't have to see me, you know, in something provocative, let's just say. Because that skirt so, was so tight, yeah. nothing was left to the imagination. Nothing. So what makes him see your dad different than any other man seeing you that way? <clears throat> oh, no, I don't. Listen, now, if you're my husband at home, I'm, you know, that's something different. Outside of the house, Booty ball, Wait, what happened? <laughs> you said you're at home with your husband. But booty ball, naked. I'm just playing. Go ahead. I didn't say I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> but then on the flip oh. side, on the flip side, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I always liked you. You know, I wore shorts, never short, short. Uh, you know, tight, but, you know, never, I guess if it's tight, it's revealing. You know, it just, I just never felt comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, with breasts and, and booty out. As you know, you know, I'm, I've, I've always been a voluptuous woman. So the first thing, even growing up, you know, Men comment on your attributes, so it wasn't comfortable mm-hmm. for me, you know, to put it mm-hmm. out there like that. But some women, is it wrong for them to feel proud of their body, and this is no. the way they choose to display it? No, because I always, always just... I want to put put it on display. Well, I think I was I was I don't know. I was raised um, in a Christian home, so me me wearing provocative stuff after I left my mama's house, I was trying to keep up with people, you know. Somebody didn't tell me I'm mm-hmm. sexy, you know. <laughs> but then mm-hmm. after, after I got real grown, so I had the kids, and they started bringing friends over. I didn't want to be sitting there looking like a cougar, you know. I want oh, no. to respect for myself, you know. I want they yeah. respect my yeah. house, you know. The little girls come over with my daughters, and they they got the tightest dresses on and all that. After I give them <laughs> something to eat, after I give them something to eat, then I'll say, baby, do you know the Lord? You know, I'm just one of the people. Mm. You know, do you know the mm-hmm. Lord? You know? But, uh, yeah, I think it's just everybody's raised different, you know, where I would where I would think that Daisy Dukes are, uh, uh, is not for me. You know, uh, somebody else in my generation will put them on and not have any oh, yeah. problem with it. It took a long time I'm for me to wear jeans. Day. It took a long time for me to wear jeans because when we were coming up, we couldn't wear pants. You know, we was in that type of yeah. thing, uh, Christian home. We couldn't wear pants. I, I, look, and so it took a long time. Even right now, I only I don't have a whole lot of jeans. So I think it's just. Okay, I got an announcement to make. I just saw this pop up on my screen. 
Gladys Knight passed away. Gladys Knight. No. It says, uh, it says, the untimely death of iconic singer Gladys Knight. No. She passed away. Yeah. Oh, no. Well. I got a. Oh. Well, well, what can yeah. you say? Another icon. One thing, one thing I learned recently, we got a lot of people leaving. Yep. Yeah. Young and, and old. Now. Wow. Young yeah. and old. Young and old. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, we just want to, just a moment of silence for her and her family. Okay, so now let's move on to our next topic. Okay, Um, the George Floyd verdict. I'm going to start with Trina Ray. How do you feel about even the trial itself? Did you watch it? What's going on? You know, weigh in on it. Well, I was I was seeing bits and pieces. I didn't sit down and just watch everything, but I, I looked at it like really and truly they they drew something out that they knew already was wrong, and I feel that they had to do something anyway because if they didn't, they about to find out that they said it about about to tear up again. So, but my thing is behind that is and 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 I've seen it too many times. If it was a black guy that had killed a white guy would they had drawn the trial out so long and would it have been on TV? Mm. Because a mm. lot of times when we have blacks on white, see, you haven't heard anything about a black cop killing somebody white, but uh, um, now you you know, you know hear about the white cops killing the black and they, they, they drew the trial out. They had all these hundreds of experts saying this happened and that happened. And anytime you hear anything about a black killing somebody, the trial ain't going out that long, for one. For two, he'd probably already be under the jail or beat up so bad that you can't see him anyway. And mm. I feel that they really had to do something anyway because they didn't. They was already set up to set, to set it off anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's about, it's about time that they started uh, convicting the, the officers that are doing the wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Because they they hadn't been doing that all the time, so now it's about time they start showing that maybe maybe it'll stop them from doing what they're doing, but don't look like it because look like it's increased. It's, yeah, it looks like it's worse. Mm-hmm. Okay, honest. What do you want to say about it? It was very disturbing. <clears throat> First and foremost. Um, for them to continuously show a man losing his life over and over and over and over again. And it was a three-ring circus to me because he, he killed him. He killed him. What, 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 what was the debate really about? They killed him. And 
then I think when they awarded the family the $27 million prior to the trial even beginning, I think they basically offered this guy up in spite of what he did as a sacrificial lamb. I don't think Mm. they meant to win. They meant for him to go to jail to basically quieten the noise. Mm. Mm. So we'll, we'll go ahead and, you know, why would you give the family twenty seven million dollars and we had you haven't even started to proceed you hadn't even ch- picked the jury yet mm. so I think yeah they they meant for him they and his lawyer did a horrible job of defending him <laughs> horrible he horrible just went job. through the motion. Then they yep. they never let him take the you know the stand in his defense. Which what could you say? So I, I think it was just a, a how they say a, a, a cloak and dagger type situation. The, he knew he was going to prison. He just didn't know for how long. Because if you really think about it, the the the. The police department themselves. When when do you see them testify against one of their own? Okay. I don't care how wrong he is. Hmm. <laughs> That's true, though. Right. You know, yeah. They had that discussion with him before court. Hey, you going to jail? <laughs> they, yeah, we we got to send you to jail. Yeah, if we don't gonna... send you to jail. What yeah, went down when it first happened was going to yeah. happen again. If and, and, and you know, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Because I, I promise you, when I was watching that defense attorney, I was like, "Whose side is he on?" Especially when mm. he just kept playing the tape. And I said to myself, "I said, now, if anything, he should have stayed on the other side of that vehicle." Because showing what was happening with the police, all of those cops on him, that didn't make it, that didn't make it no better. You know? No. So, <laughs> no. So oh what my they God. did is they tried him by himself. The other mm. four, their trial, mm-hmm. they separated it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, wow. you're going to jail probably for the rest of your life. Your wife is Already in process of divorcing you, yeah, you're, we're going to offer you up. But I heard it was a story behind the story. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm waiting on that. I'm waiting on that to come out. Mm-hmm. That he knew Floyd already. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Wow. They've been saying that from the beginning. They said they had a run-in before, so. They yeah, they were. He one. was working security outside the uh, club, and Floyd was on the inside of the club. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know this: that if they, like you said, honest, if they did not convict this man, just like they were, it was crowds waiting for the verdict. It, they were waiting to know 
what they were going to do next. <laughs> and it was going to be some mess. Yes, it was. Yeah, they had they had already called the National Guard out. Hmm. So they, so, knew, but, they already you know, knew. They already knew if he, if they hadn't convicted him, they already knew to get the fire department ready because they finna set it off again. Oh, so yeah. don't stand by, they finna set it off again, and it's gonna and then it was gonna trickle down because it wasn't just gonna be there. It's gonna be a lot of other states that was gonna kick in. So they already knew they mm-hmm. had to keep the drama down. So to keep the drama mm-hmm. down, we got to convict him because. And that's why yeah. when, when you said the, the, the defense attorney did a bad job, ain't nothing he can do anyway. <laughs> that's true. Nothing he can do. Yeah, that. really. Because okay. he, he was he already set up to go to jail. Because they already they already told him. I'm sure they prepared and said, "Look, man, you 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 did it. So ain't, ain't really much we can do. I mean, we gonna fight. We gonna take it to court. But them folks gonna lock you up because if we don't, huh. and the, the, I'm sure the mayor, I'm sure everybody, the governor." I'm sure everybody was already set up for like, okay, if we don't lock, lock him up, he we finna get ready to do a whole bunch of rioting. It's gonna be a whole bunch of shutdowns. It's gonna be a whole yep. bunch of police headbutting, and so and, and it might have trickled all to to become a, a war because blacks are getting tired of getting beat up. Oh, they getting tired of they getting tired of uh, their children getting killed in the street like dogs. They getting tired of it. But, but I, I, but I, but I got a, I got a, I got some about that too. I, I read that, but I, I'll say that later. Okay. I have, I have another question too. What are we expendable? Because oh. we've been, uh, 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 I have a, a video of a gentleman. I can't think of his name. I have several videos. Uh, he's an activist. He said, <clears throat> in less than a year, they passed a bill. For the anti-Asian harassment or whatever, but we've been getting killed in the streets for years. So within a year, you pass a bill to leave them alone, but you can't pass a bill to protect us from the police. So what makes us so expendable? What makes them so better or more important? Hmm. I, I don't understand. Oh, nice. hmm. You want to weigh in on that? Well, right? if, I'm, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna have to find it though. If I'm not mistaken, matter of fact, I, I'll wait because I'm gonna find it first. If I'm not mistaken, as far as the Constitution, they say blacks are not human. Hmm. Hmm. And. I've heard that before. I was actually looking for it, but uh, there's part of the Constitution that says we aren't nobody. We aren't human. We aren't. We aren't. We at that time we wasn't considered to be anybody. But but like you said, what what, the, what makes us expendable? Because people have been trying to do genocide and 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 clean up the race for years, and they just started. So since something's been going on for a long time, where they've been trying to. Find a way to 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 kind of take out the black race or or really any other races other than white. Mm-hmm. Well, how you well, do you, that when you when we keep intermingling and mixing and mingling? We all we all caught up in every race on earth. <laughs> we we crossbred in Asian, white, Mexican, Native American, but uh, uh, parts of Central America, Brazil. Puerto Rico, Cuba, 
some of them they had they had nappiers than ours. Why? Because we've been we've been crossbred. So how you gonna get rid of it? You gonna get rid of the majority of the Earth's population? But Ed, you gotta know too where law enforcement came from. You know why was law enforcement formed? It was first formed to, to deal with slaves, to deal with black folks. You know to keep hmm. them in line. You know. Uh, by any means necessary, hang them, beat them, you know, <laughs> whatever they could do, you know. So um, they really, what this world don't like, what this society does not like to do is deal with the root of things. They don't want to deal with the root of things, you know, and they don't want to admit anything. It's only when something is exposed that they decide to deal with it. True. They not they they are not willing to get to the root of stuff. They don't they, when they start removing these statues and and uh, start doing these different things. It, it was only because they want to protect their property. They want to protect their children. They, it has nothing to do with making things right. Nothing at all. People, these people want to protect their stuff. They want to protect their family. They, they want to, and, and it's, it's partly some of it is, 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 is on us because we will protest, we will speak out, we will do the thing, do these things, and then months later we sleep. Months later we right back to you know. But we need to get to a place where we are always doing what we need to do to make sure our children don't have to deal with the things that we deal, we're we dealing with right now. Our children's children, <laughs> you know, people that sit down and But what are them. we doing? Exactly. What are we doing? The only we're, we're reason not... that this has gone on as long as it, as it has is because I believe of the traumatic, mm-hmm. traumatic, Viewing of a man dying on TV, mm. international, not just national, mm. mm-hmm. international. He took his last breath with the world watching. So the biggest thing is us being black, we we allowing these youngsters to go out here and do the stuff that they're doing, but nobody's taking the time to educate them, to teach them about their rights or what they can do other than be out in the street killing each other. Because because me personally, everybody protests about the white cop killing the black guy, white cop killing the black guy. Ain't nobody protesting against these blacks killing blacks. Come on. There you go. We need to put a stop to that too because, they, they, they always gonna, the police are always gonna say we're justified for what we do because they're killing each other. Yeah. They, they, like they, they, they kill each other every day. And like I said, most people don't understand. Like part of the Constitution, it said in 1857, said the founders' Constitution regarded blacks as so far in, that they had no rights, which the white man was bound to respect, and that the Negro mm-hmm. might justly and lawfully be reduced to slavery. For his benefit, so technically we have no rights at all because of the Constitution. But and as you were saying, you know about the blacks doing this and that, or or how how do we do it? 
we're gonna have to start teaching our kids and kids, uh, kids, other kids and younger kids that's coming up that we need to know more about our own race. We need to stop killing each other because it ain't just the whites killing black. It ain't just the cops killing black. It's the blacks killing black. So when they, when you kill one of your own, what you think they think about that? Oh well, another one gone. That's one less we got to kill. You know what? But until. We we can actually just like you said about black killing blacks. We can actually go into the actual black culture and look at a lot of the things that that uh, uh, were, I guess you could say, introduced into our culture by by slavery and masters and all this kind of stuff. And it's like we keep perpetuating that same uh, that same pattern, right? So we're over here. We're not in so slavery. Uh, physically anymore, but we still do things even in our household. Putting the, putting the husband out, getting you know, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. We our households. We don't take any pride anymore in staying married. We don't take any pride anymore in in uh, raising our children to be respectful or, or making sure that they honor their father and mother. You know, we don't the principles that we need to instill into our children. And, and, you know, we just don't do it anymore. Everything is relaxed. Everybody wants, you know, I was telling my uh, my daughter, I said, you know, I'm not your friend. I'm your mom. You know, even though she's grown, I had to tell her that. You, But we, as a culture, as a whole, we have to, we have to watch what we're doing. We have to, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how to even say it. It's like you, if you... You want to have some pride. You want to, you you, which they do need to stop killing us. That's not. I'm not saying that. You know, I'm saying, but let's go home. Let's go inside our households. Let's go inside our culture. Let's deal with our children. Let's deal with our husbands. Our, you know what I'm saying? Let's. We got to do something <laughs> at home. Charity it starts at home. At home. It starts yes, at home. In the yes. home, like you say, it starts with us. They want yeah. black lives to matter, but our lives need to matter to us before they matter to anyone else. Oh, if I don't take care of me, how can I how can I want you to care for me when I don't care for myself? Care for myself, my lord, that's good. Ooh, that was good. So that that <laughs> to me and like I said, you know, we, you know, unfortunately, we have to sit our young men down and tell them, hey, if you come up against the police, raise your hands. Don't fight. You know, don't make sure you're in a populated uh, area, you know, whatever. You know, we have to have that talk with our young men. But in the meantime, you know, like you say, teach them how to respect themselves. Don't, you yes. know, don't be like everyone else. You know, you basically have to watch the people that you run with. You know, be above, be beyond. You know, really, you kind of like have to tell them, don't give them a reason to stop you, to look at you, to scrutinize you. And they shouldn't have to live like that, but unfortunately they, they do because as a whole, the people, our people, we got so much going on, you know, till we make ourselves stand out negatively sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's you know, okay, look at the ones that are in 
college that go on to further their careers, opposed to the ones that maybe don't even know how to read, maybe didn't even have a chance to go to school. Why you didn't have a chance to go to school? Can we say that they had the same opportunity as everyone else? Did we see this child not being able to go to school? Did we step up and try to help to make sure they went to school to at least know how to read, write? What was it, reading, writing, and arithmetic? Did we step up? Did we see it in our community? Did we try to do anything about it, or did we turn our heads? Hmm. Before we go any further in the show, because this is getting good, I have to uh, correct some information. So I, while we were, uh, while we are on the air, I have been Googling Gladys Knight to make sure I gave out good information. Because there's a lot of sites that say she passed away, right? So I did mm-hmm. some digging, and it says Jim Weatherly, Gladys Knight, Midnight Train to Georgia, <laughs> a musician, he died at the age of 70. So the musician died. The, yeah, and, and you got a lot of blogs that saying she died, but she's yet alive. I went to Wikipedia and a couple of places because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. She that is hard still to alive. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that was a hard one to believe. Uh, so, yeah, her... Uh, William, let me see what his name is in. Because somebody will listen to this and think she's dead. You're not going to do that one. Jim, Jim Weatherly. Yeah. Yeah, he was a musician with her band. Yeah, he passed away. He's been with us since the beginning if he did the Midnight Train to Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it got. Uh-huh. Okay, so I just want mm. to throw that in there so we can make sure we give out correct information. And I want to give a shout-out to all those people that listen in because our show has got gotten great ratings. Well, really, everything that's on the My Gospel Soul Network, <laughs> the ratings are up. So we want to send a shout-out to yeah, everybody that's listening, you know, <laughs> and tell y'all, hey, thank you so, so much. All right. So uh, let me throw another another uh, <laughs> a topic for discussion. It's a, it's in the same it's in the same genre. <laughs> but um, how about the, the the police officer, the lady police officer that thought her her taser was a I mean thought her gun was a taser. Go. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Let me tell you. Let me that? tell you about that. Let me tell you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. She might have been scared to death, but everybody knows the difference between the weight of a pistol and the weight of a, a taser. Mm. Both going to weigh they because the gun is going to have some rounds in it. So the gun is heavy by itself. Plus the rounds in the gun is going to make it a little heavier. And yet your taser is yellow and black. Come on now. There's no way you're going to get that confused. Your taser is yellow and black. There's a color code on your taser. So there's no way you're going to get that confused between the weight of a pistol 
and the weight of a taser. Now, she said that because she was scared and for two was trying to get a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. But they need to they need to do the same thing they did to him and slap her on down somewhere because <laughs> she did she probably did it on purpose. She hollered she scared, but she thought it was a she thought it was her taser. If you thought it was your taser, you should have looked at it. you should at least when you pulled it out in it's front of you, you should have looked and yeah. saw that the, yeah. that the color was yellow and black. If it wasn't yellow and black, that means you knew it wasn't your taser. Mm. Mm. So I. I never sit here and believe that nobody. And then they said she's been on the force for so many years. And Can you've you been on the force them? all these years. Huh? And you've been on the force all these years. You know the weight of your gun. Hmm. True. You There's know no it. Huh? You're not going to get around that. I'm sure that taser has no weight compared to what that pistol has. Exactly. But look. Okay, let me flip it, right? This young man, this, this is this is some what our culture, some people in our culture are saying. This young man should have should have not he he should have not resisted arrest. He should have, but that goes back to what Onus was saying earlier, right? It's sad that we have to teach our young people, how to behave when they or how to act when they are um, uh, I don't know. Confronted by the police. Confronted by the police. It's a sad thing to do, but another video I saw, a young man was running. He was running. Then another one was fighting. Another one was tussing. And I say, you know, we already got it. We have to, it's sad, but this is something we have to do. We have to let our young men know, especially, that there is a target on you already. Mm-hmm. There is a stigma yeah. on you. There is a, uh, what do they call it, it's a police, what is it, profile, and they already profiled you. Yeah. You know, if you're, in a, if you're in a nice car, if you got jewelry on and, you know, nice haircut, you know, your feet is lean back. They already, they already come to the car with a plan. Let's say it like that. That's true. <laughs> they come to the That's car. True. And I'll tell you, the police officer, if that, if I feel like this, if somebody has been on the police force for 15 years, it's the time where they need a break. It's just like PTSD. If you got a cop that's been that's been out there, you know, uh, uh, witnessing drug dealers and shoot, you know, and all kinds of hardcore crime, trying to do a traffic stop. I think something wrong with that. I think a person that has seen all of this kind of stuff, right, should not be stopping somebody for a busted tail light. You know, <laughs> I just really think that should not be happening. You know, I think that they should they should be, you know, put them at a desk for a certain amount of time so they can detox, you know. Okay, send them to counseling, you know. But they don't do this. People, oh, he's been on the force 25 years. I can't believe he, he would kill, kill a kid. Why not? Yeah. 
can I can I can I say this? And I want you to think about what I'm going to say. There's been a stigma of cops killing uh, people whipping blacks for years, way back to slavery days when cops came out, and if you did something wrong, they beat your break, they beat the brakes off you, right? Yeah. They've been doing it so much. When a kid gets stopped, he's terrified already. Already. I don't care. I don't care what you do. He's already nervous because he got the blue light. He may not be doing anything wrong. It may be just for a tail light. It may be a turning signal. It may be something dumb, but he's already terrified. So he's been seeing all these people get killed on TV and by cops. His first response is to book. Why? Because he's worried about getting killed. He's worried about if he's going to die. There's been many instances or incidents where they don't report or they say, the police always say, if you ever listen to a video, and if you, like like back in the day before it really got really exposed, if you ever listen to a video on the news, you always hear the cop holler, stop resisting, stop resisting, but you might not be moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's a way of justifying what they do to you. So if yep. you sit on the ground and if you move very slightly or you don't move at all, the first word they're going to yell, it's been many videos way before all this, way back in the day when they showed something on the news, about a cop getting into it with a, a guy in a store, all you hear that cop hollering is, stop resisting, stop resisting. But the, And if you're looking at the video, he's not moving at all. But the, the, what he's hollering, stop resisting. Why he's yelling that? Because when they go and ask these other people that are standing around, when they go to interview them, what did they hear? They're going to say the cop said stop resisting. So that's all they heard, and they're going to say he was resisting. Mm. And people not realize they're not understanding that Cops do that to protect themselves, to keep themselves from getting in trouble for doing something wrong. Mm. Because it, it, it's easy to say stop resisting when he ain't resisting and to get to justify what I'm doing to you. If I'm a cop for what I'm doing to you, if I yell stop resisting, everybody that's around me, the audience, the people that's watching with cameras, people that's looking on, when they come and question those people about what did they hear, they're going to say the cops kept saying stop resisting, even if these people didn't see the incident themselves. But all they heard was him hollering stop resisting. So what people got to understand is you can teach your kids all day to not resist the police, to put your hands up, but all it takes for you to make one slight move from him to pull his pistol because you might be getting ready to throw your hands up. You might have your phone in your hand. You know, most kids have their phones in their hands. Yeah, and they get shot behind that. Behind a phone. So they're already terrified once they get pulled over. When them lights hit, the first thing, just be in a car with a child when them lights hit, and they're going to panic. So yeah. when that cop gets to ask questions after they seeing all this stuff on TV, the only thing they know to do is get home to their folks because they're scared. They don't know what to do, and they're out here driving by themselves. Now, the ones that are doing dirt, that are wrong, out here driving drunk or with drugs, now they're going to panic too. But the kids that are honest and ain't doing nothing, they're going to panic because they're seeing it on TV. Raise their hand. They need to make sure they ain't got no phones in their hands. Nothing. That's right. Don't do nothing because that that flash of that phone from a light or anything is going to get you keto. And don't panic. But most kids, you you can tell them all day, don't panic, don't panic. Let them blue lights hit. They're going to panic. So yeah. it's hard to break them from seeing something they see on TV every day. When they show these cops yeah. killing these guys, 
the first thing the kid, the kid seeing it on the news or seeing it on Facebook or seeing it on social media that these kids are black and got killed by cops. First thing mm-hmm. they do, their instinct is, I need to get home to my mama. What's the first thing when people do that get scared? Especially the kids. Mm-hmm. I want my mom. I yeah. want my dad. Because yeah. they're nervous. So they're thinking, I'm finna die. So it's going to be hard to make them sit still while a cop has got his blue lights on him and flashing his lights at him, telling him to get out the car. And he's like, what I do wrong? Just get out the car. And, and the white officers, they're going to talk to you wrong. I don't care what you do, they're going to talk crazy to you. Yeah, they're going to do it. So, <laughs> they're going to do it. So we, huh? Well, I'm going to just say this, which came from a wise person. Uh, for those that are listening, you cannot win your case on the side of the street. You can't win it. Right. You know, you got True. some, some like, you, like you say, uh, trying to raise, you got some, some kids that they going to do what they do. But, but grown people, let's talk about the grown people, okay? You cannot win your case on the side of the road. You can't. You can't. You got to mm-hmm. think about your wife. You got to think about your kids. You got to think about the people that love you. And you got to make sure you look, tell them, hey, I'll take that ride to the police station. <laughs> you know, hey, my hands are behind my back. I just want to get to the police station, <laughs> you know? So, like I say, it's sad we have to say that, but look, you can't be taught. Look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, you know, you know, it's that land of the free. Are we really free? Nope. 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 And you know who else not free? And they finding it out now? Hispanics aren't free. Uh, Asians aren't aren't free. Indian people that's over here, you're not free. Look, (laughs) some folks think, some races think because they done bought up whole blocks in a whole part of a city that they free. You're not free. Not in in the United States until they honor, until they honor their word. Let me tell you something. The United States can go over and fight everybody else's battle and try to make them act right, but they cannot deal with what's going on right here in these United States. All of them. Nope. But see, the thing is, until uh, Wilson Goldberg told what's in in the color purple, until you do right by me, until they do right (laughs) by us. Before us were the Native American, Native Americans, so they do right by them, Uh and then do right by us. Come on, because first of all, we need to be over here. Thank you. (laughs) And the Indians befriended them when they came. They, you know, they extended. You know, they helped them. Some of those people, they would have died if it hadn't been for the uh, Native Americans over here. They would have died. But while while the Native Americans were saving their lives, they were stealing their stuff. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That's why we call them colonizers. You know. <laughs> oh my God. And then, and then here you come. And then here you come. You know, ripping us from our 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 motherland and bringing us over here, you know, to build someone else's land up. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just 
a very sad it's 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 very sad. It is. It's very, very sad. It's it's you know, when you when you just sit down and you think of it and it's more extensive than, you know, what we're talking about. Some of our mm-hmm. own people were to blame for us being, you know, uh being uh in slavery, you know, and mm-hmm. being brought over here and Okay, we can't overlook that. But you know what? I don't care who you are, what race you are. There are just some people that are, you know, hey, they don't care. They don't care if it's their race or someone else's race. They're out for themselves. Yes, they are. But overall, you know, the things that were, you know, that were done to us once we got here, I just think it's so deeply embedded in us. Will we ever recover? Will we ever recover? Well, you know, uh, it's kind of like the Bible says, until you, it says, God is not to them who are of a contrite heart and spirit, right? Contrite means you got to know that you need, or you got to know that you're wrong, right? And you also got to know that you need to change. In this society... People are willing to admit that they're wrong, right? But they they ain't willing to change. See, both of those got to happen, both of them. You got to first know that you're wrong. Then you got to say, you know what, I know I'm wrong, and I know I need to change. Until you get, until you get <laughs> both, both um, until you get people understanding that concept, because, see, some people march with you, because what did they do with the Indians? Some people will march with you, but at the same time, they want, they don't want you at their dinner table. They don't want you married. No, they, they don't. Can. So, so, no, you, they so, don't. so, hey, the problem is going to be there. As long as there there is evil being taught, as long as it's being taught, guess what? It's going to be there. It's going to be there. All right, Train to Ray, what you want to say to, uh, in your closing today? Well, in my- in my closing, I want to say, you know, I want for all the blacks or people that's listening, I'm going I'm to I'm quote this thing real quick that people should listen to, and mainly blacks. It says, we believe that the future is what we make it, that we have a responsibility for the quality of our lives. If we are to become successful, we must unite on the basis of a common truth, organized within a progressive social order, and become inspired by a common set of ideas and the time to begin is now. Mm. So, us mm. as blacks, we need to start coming together. And like I said, from the beginning, we believe that the future is what we make it. So, we mm. got to make it our future. We got to make it, make the best of it. Regardless of what's going on in the world, what's going on in the situations, we got to learn to make the best of it. But at the same time, we got to protect each other and take care of each other and not cut each other down as we always been doing. And That's true. And in, in closing, I know tonight, I know we're about to end the show. Uh, I just want to, you know, let everybody know thanks for coming out and joining us tonight. Everybody's listening. I enjoy being here. I enjoy being on the show with everybody, you know. And everybody needs to come together and let your friends listen to the show. You know, if you if you listen to the podcast, introduce your friends to the show. So everybody can hear 219 to talk. Let them know that we're here to discuss the common ideas or the common um, events of the day. All right, Ernest.
Yes, I would like to piggyback off of what he said. Uh, <clears throat> the thing is, you have to talk about it. We we can no longer stand in the shadows. We have to teach our we have to teach our young people. Um, and we and we just we we just have to be active because you know as you said it didn't get better it got worse. Hmm. So we have to start at home. You know, many people don't believe it, but, you know, I say put prayer on everything. It may not change the situation, but it'll help you deal with the situation better. And give you hope. I know that's right. Pray about everything. Everything. I know that's right. Listen, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to 219 The Talk. Hey, do Black Lives Matter. Of black lives, all right. We love you. Yes. We'll talk Come to you next now. Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> at 8 p.m. Central Time, all right. Call into a live show next week at 347 8, uh, 826 219 to With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fargo, the new virtual assistant from Wells Fargo, makes banking faster and easier. Like this. Fargo, what's my checking account routing number? And this. Fargo, uh, turn off my debit card. And this. Fargo, what did I spend on groceries last month? And that's just the beginning. Do you, Fargo? You can. In the Wells Fargo mobile app. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash getfargo. Terms and conditions apply. Your mobile carrier's availability and message and data rates may apply. Wells Fargo Bank and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.